Hello and welcome to Business at City Watch. I'm Michael. We thank you for joining us and I remind you to please give us a mention on any of your reviews. That would be appreciated wherever you happen to pick up your podcast. We're talking today with Chuck Temple. Chuck is a kind of person that helps you assess risk in your business, especially if you're just getting started, and how to mitigate some of those problems that may arise after you've, after you've been in business. He has a new book out, and Chuck, give me the title of the book. Yeah, the book is Startup to Sold, and it's uh, good to be here. All right, great. Let's talk a little bit about that. When businesses get started, especially small and mid-sized businesses, and they come to you for advice uh, with regard to assessing what kind of risk they might be involved in in their markets, what's one of the first things you say to them? So uh, one of the first things I, I ask them to do, I kind of have a model where it's always good. This is, these are for newer companies. Um, it's it's where you're trying to do a, a cheap test before a more expensive test before a more expensive test. So it's it's uh, that's the strategy that I usually go with, and I can explain that a little more in detail if you'd like. Okay, go ahead. So the first the first step when you have an idea is basically you're trying to test the idea as cheap as possible. That means. You know, calling your friends, calling family, things like that. They're, they're you know, a lot of times they're going to give you more positive feedback than the market will. But that's <laughs> the really cheapest thing that you can do is just start telling people about the idea. The next step is to go, to try to talk to people that you don't know um, because they're going to give you a little bit better feedback. And one of the really good ways to do that for a lot of the startups and small businesses is actually at uh, places like farmers markets. Uh, if and you know if if your product or service you know lends itself, and a lot of products and services actually do, even if you have an app idea, you know different things like that. For pretty inexpensive, um, you can you know you can get a booth. You just you know rent a table, rent a booth. Uh, the farmers market folks will help you. And then the, the real the real gem is that you can talk to a ton of people. Sometimes 10, 20, 30, 50, 100 people. It's a very busy farmers market. Um, and you can pitch them on your idea, and you can start um, seeing what they say, see what see what their objections are, refine your pitch. It, it's it's like the fast track to getting your business idea kind of vetted uh, by people that you don't know. Okay. So those are the, the, the first two quickest uh, ways to assess the risk, because the biggest risk is you don't have product market fit. Of all the businesses that fail, I believe that's the number one thing that they that they, you know, that they fail. That's why the, I had one startup out of my five that I did, and it failed, and that was the reason why, product market fit. Hmm. Okay, I want to talk a little bit about that, but I think what we'll do is we'll go to break and come back, and then we'll hit that a little bit harder. Uh, we'll be right back. City Watch on the Air, heard locally and worldwide on iHeartRadio.com, takes you through the ins and outs of business, exactly what your business needs to showcase your product or service. And we can do it for as little as $10 a week. If you don't believe me, text PROVE IT to 310-291-2790. That's PROVE IT to 310-291-2790. Okay, we are back with Chuck Temple, and we were talking about assessing market risk in developing and starting your own businesses, small, mid-sized, whatever. And we talked about 
market fit before we went to the break. Give me a little bit more on market fit and how you might think that you're the best business for this particular market and find out you're not. How does that happen? <laughs> that happens all too often. I think. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, this is this is a very very common problem. Is uh, you know, you get an idea in your head, and, and to you, it's the most amazing thing ever. But are people going to actually pay real money for that? And and a lot of times, the answer is no. Uh, but you can. You, the, the trick is right. The, the most important thing for the risk assessment and mitigation is you you have to spend as little as as possible to find out if you have a product market fit or not. And so I think I mentioned you know doing phone calls and then talking to real people at something like a farmers market, right, which might only cost you a hundred dollars. Uh, and then, and then basically you're going up from there, you know, maybe the next step is you build a website and you have together something that, that can mimic the, you know, the, the solution and see if you can get even one customer, you know, it, it's, it's the right thing to do before, you know, you spend, you know, $50,000 building an app or, you know, you rent an office or, you know, these, these other things, right. It's all about figuring out ways to test your your business uh, without having to spend a ton of money and time. Can you get an assessment like that in, in a, in a uh, one-day uh, situation? In other words, if you rent the booth at the farmer's market and you listen to people and you get that, say you get those 100, 100 people uh, to give uh -huh. you feedback, uh, can you put together a fair assessment based on that or do you have to go back a couple of times? It just really depends on what they say. If they're ready to pull out their credit card right then and there, then you probably are, are, are you know, you, you can move along, right? Yeah. But if if everybody is kind of gives you, you know, one out of maybe three or four different uh, objections uh, or, or questions uh, and nobody is asking you the price and the different things like that, then you, you may be, you know, you might need to go back to the drawing board uh, or figure out a different, you know, or, or just like a slight pivot to your product or, or service. Yeah, the reason I ask that is because I know that you can wind up at the farmer's market on the wrong day. Do you know what I mean? Where, where you wind up talking to people who are, Interested in garden supplies, and yeah, and you sell and you sell and you sell widgets. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, that's true. You know, it has to be the right you know people, right? So if you're, that's true. You know, I, I used to go for my first company, the one that I wrote the book about. I went to three different farmers markets, and only one out of the three did I ever get actual customers from. From however, all of them were actually interested in the product, so I knew I had something you know that seemed valuable. But finding the ones that were actually going to pay, it was actually just one of those three markets that I was doing. Mm -hmm. uh, but if at all of them, everyone, nobody even gave me the time of day, then I, I probably knew that you know I didn't have anything too good going. Okay. Now let's 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 say that you've had the the chance to talk to people. You've put together a, a fairly decent uh, idea as to what you want to do. And then you start something, and then you start to develop problems with it. It doesn't work the way you wanted it to, or it's not working as fast as you want it to, that kind of thing. How do you fix those problems? How do you approach that? Yeah, I, I, I think every business will have those problems. I've never heard of a business that ever went smooth, right? Um, my first business... I thought I could scan slides. It was a media transfer company. I could throw them into a slide scanner, uh, you know, 50 at a time, go 
surfing for an hour and come back. And that, that, that was what I thought would happen, but it, it never <laughs> does happen like that. Uh, and I think that, you know, there's, there's no one size fits all for for every business problem, but I do think that there's, there's the right mentality uh, that that any entrepreneur uh, would need to have in order to get through it. Right. Number one is understanding that um, that there's always going to be the challenge, and it's it's the it's the person that has the grit and the determination to realize that this is kind of uh, th- those problems that you're encountering are actually barriers to entry for everybody, and by you getting past them, it moves you further from the pack so that if someone else did start another company that's similar to yours, um, that, you know, you've already, you know, overcome some hurdles. Right. So, uh, you know, I think it's, you know, in every business case, right. It's going to, there's going to be different hurdles, but being able to be that person that has the grit, determination, et cetera, um, to, to, to believe in themselves, to know that they can continue to overcome them and to, and to, and to think positive is the key. And the way that, that I do that personally, I use a, um, a weird form. I study psychology and neuroscience in college. Right. And so my personal trick that I do, it's kind of silly, but, uh, if I, if I know that I need to, you know, overcome some problem in my mind, I just believe that I've already overcome it. I kind of, I kind of like get myself to believe that, right? Uh-huh. Then my brain, my brain is like trying to catch up to what I've told it to believe, right? So there's a sense of cognitive dissonance, like a separation between where I am now and where my mind believes it is, right? Then what happens is I don't have to really do as much. My brain will end up just, you know, in its subconscious, kind of on the back burner, just continually churn at this problem, whether I'm consciously aware of it or not. Of course, I am going to work on it uh, consciously as well. But what happens is, is that I've got all parts of my brain working to, to overcome this particular obstacle. And that that's how I've been successful personally is basically tricking my brain uh, into thinking that that's, that is what, you know, that's what's actually happening. And that's a trick that I picked up from this book called think and grow rich. And yeah. if you ever get the chance to uh, read that one, that's um, I think it's a, you know, a seminal, <laughs> a seminal yeah. kind of success book. So it's a positive thinking uh, approach then I guess is what I'm just, just think positively. It. It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. We are going to uh, come back and do a couple of closing minutes uh, with Chuck right after this. City Watch on the Air, heard locally and worldwide on iHeartRadio.com, takes you through the ins and outs of business, exactly what your business needs to showcase your product or service. And we can do it for as little as $10 a week. If you don't believe me, text PROVE IT to 310-291-2790. That's PROVE IT to 310-291-2790. All right, uh, we are back with Chuck Temple, and we were talking about business risk. For those of you who missed the first part, sorry about that, but uh, I think you'll you'll like this last part here. Uh, we talked about business risk. We also talked about uh, consideration with regard to the risk. Now, here's the thing we didn't touch too much on before, uh, Chuck. Uh, when you're considering the risk, when you're saying, well, I've got this feedback, I've had a chance to talk to the people, I've got an idea on what I want to do, uh, I've had some problems, but I've overcome them, how do you then determine if 
you have a viable entity here to work with now that you've taken care of some of the problems do you proceed with it or do you just let it go because it's just going to be too problematic in the in the future Assuming that you're overcoming problems and you are pivoting when necessary, you're listening to actual customers or potential customers, uh, that's the that's the startup work for sure. And if you're doing those things and you are noticing that more and more people are uh, interested in your product, your service, you know, whatever, then uh, that's that's when you really turn on the gas and you know step on the gas pedal right and and you, and, and you move forward as fast as possible okay and so the basic thing you tell people when they come to you and they say i i have a business that i'm thinking about starting or i'm having some trouble with the business i've already started you sit them down and you tell them what well i First, gonna yeah, I'm first gonna ask them what, what you know why they need my help, right? And and, and figure all that kind of stuff out. Um, but if they have, so if if um, maybe you could just uh, tell me the question again. Okay, just basically, you're sitting with someone and they've they're they're either starting a business or they're in a, in a business right now, and they're trying to figure out whether or not to move forward. So they're talking about their uh, they're considering their risk, their risk consideration. Are we talking about uh, just keep plugging as long as you're as long as you're making a buck keep going or are you saying well you should pivot here and try and get this done or pivot there and get that done what are we talking about when you sit down and talk with them i would look at specifically where where they feel like their risk is so if their risk is you know ai is going to take over and and and, and shut them down right you know, there, there there could be a million different things um but i would look at you know i think it all goes back to the finances um if they you know if if a good portion of their business is something that they feel like uh, has, has a giant risk to it uh through technology or a competitor things like that um the the number one thing that, that I would do is look at how much of their business is from that channel that they determine is risky. And if it's a lot, then we'll focus on it. And if it is not a lot, then maybe it's better to put more resources in, in what is working and has less risk. Okay, well, again, we are talking with Chuck Temple. We've been talking about business risk. Chuck, if somebody wants to talk to you, how would they get in touch with you? Uh, they can go to chucktemple.com or startuptosold.com, and my contact information is right there. Sounds good. Chuck Temple, thank you so much for being with us on Business at City Watch. And all the rest of you, I remind you, believe in yourself. If you don't, no one else will, and we will speak with you next time. Mm -hmm.